Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash comedy podcast network. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Welcome to another sports, sports, sports podcast. I am Joel Anderson. I'm Jordan Pomaville. And joining us as always is the sports outsider, Phil Ranta. I hope everybody's over their Super Bowl fever. Yes. Yes, Good. we are. Does that mean you watched the game, Phil? Uh, I half watched it while I was studying lines for a oh, sketch comedy but show. still counts in my opinion. But in the sketch comedy show, I did multiple sketches about football and the Super Bowl. One wow. of which I wrote. Oh, wow. I yeah. feel like this, this you're growing as a person. Yeah, I am. It wasn't really – the one that I wrote was not necessarily about the Super Bowl as much as it's about uh, people who just talk about Super Bowl commercials. Oh, okay. I, I, I do – at, at the Super Bowl party, I do dislike the person who is always just about the commercial. Yeah, shh, that's, that's shh, actually – that's I, one of the lines in it. Um, but I will share it on our uh, Twitter and our Facebook, so if you want to see the sketch and me Ooh. acting in it, I'll put it up on the thing. Oh, but, well, what if we want to see the sketch, but we don't want to see you acting in it? Then you're going to have to put your thumb over where I'm sitting <laughs> and then just follow it around with my blocking actor term. Okay. All right. Well, I, I guess we could try that. Yeah. People at home, just know that if you want to cover Phil up with your thumb, that's, that's an option. Sports pop quiz. Uh-oh. Phil. Seven. <laughs> no. Oh. Wait, wait for it. Okay. Wait. How many points is a touchdown and a PAT? Oh, he got it. <laughs> I got it. A Who? pat. You watched is it. Is it a guy or a girl? A him or a her? Whatever pat may be. <laughs> it's time for androgyny. Who won the Super Bowl? Uh, the Super Bowl um, was the uh, – it was uh, San Francisco versus – Baltimore, because yep. we did that in the last podcast. Right. And, and who won it? Um, Come on. It was uh, 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 Baltimore that won. Yeah! yeah! Right. Uh, Baltimore wins 34-31, second championship in 11 years. That was close. That was a close yeah. game. It was. Four hours and 14 minutes longest Super Bowl ever. Wow. Oh, that's interesting. I wonder how that happened. Uh, was it overtime? Well, no, it wasn't. Uh, it, there, was a, there was a power outage. I oh. do remember that. Yeah. Well, it was <laughs> overtime. Right. It was, it was. We briefly had almost a sum of all fears situation. <laughs> Baltimore again involved. Yeah. yeah. Jack Ryan, I presume, was working to get the power back on. Yeah. yeah. And and during what was amusing during it is they ran out of things to talk about because they had just done analysis during halftime. Yeah. Yeah. And so then two minutes into the third quarter, like, fuck, we got to do more analysis. And so they did analysis again, and they then they started just talking about what's going on, and they would go to a bunch of different reporters and say, well, yeah, the power's out in half the stadium. Uh, the players are over here doing whatever. Now what's going on? Power's out in half the stadium. Uh, we're doing what they can. They're trying to get it working again. They should have just started reading tweets. Just like Joel Joel had the best tweet of the night, I thought. He tweeted it from the Sports 3 podcast or yeah. told me to tweet it. But this is like the Super Bowl for electricians. <laughs> I thought that was really funny. That made me laugh. Uh, yeah, see, I was actually I was at like a party, uh, and so I did not have audio. But I could tell just by the looks and the faces of the analysts doing all this stuff and the reporters that they had no idea what was going on and they were quickly running out of things to say. And if you're just joining us, the power's out in half the stadium. <laughs> yeah. like that was it over and over again. Um, First of all, who's, who's just joining them? 
Like, well, I was in and out. I'll let you know what. I'll let you know, uh, Joel. Yeah. Puppy Bowl ratings gold. Yeah. (laughs) In the first nine minutes of the power outage, ratings for Animal Planet's Puppy Bowl 9. That's uh, IX. Yeah. The cutest show on turf. Surged 54% to (laughs) 1.1 billion viewers. They went up huge during the power outage. I did change it to the Puppy Bowl for a short period of time during the power outage. Wow. Over the 12-hour program, they had 12.4 million viewers. It was cable's number one program. (laughs) It was a one-hour show. They ran it in a loop for 12 hours. It deserves it. (laughs) Now, at 3 p.m., it it had the highest ratings ever at 2.6 million. That's up 64% over last year. Nice. Now... By the time 1 a.m. rolled around, there was only 180,000 people watching in between checking emails from their mom asking them when they're going to get married and give her grandchildren. <laughs> oh, that <Yeah>. was me. <laughs> I left it on for most of the night. <laughs> I just let it go on loop. It's great to fall asleep to the puppy bowl. Uh, okay. Uh, sounds a little puppies. I- what, I'm not less of a man because I watched the Puppy Bowl? Fuck you guys. <laughs> I did. Whoa, hey, buddy. What? Hey, I didn't. What? You were judging me. Why no. don't you take You're another, judging me. Take another sip of your white wine over there, Phil. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I think I will. Remember what a man you are. Mm-hmm. Back to the Super Bowl. Yeah. After the power outage, San Francisco staged a near comeback. <clears throat> Getting it at, uh, to 3129 Baltimore. Baltimore had to make four stops inside their own seven-yard line. Uh, speaking of which, uh, sharp-eyed viewers will may have spotted 49ers coach Jim Harbaugh felt the refs missed a holding call on the last play of the game. Really? Did yes. he? <laughs> Did if, they? If you got up from the couch to get chips or ran a marathon, it was okay because Coach Jim Harbaugh has not stopped talking about it. <laughs> they missed a call? You know, I, I didn't think it was that bad. It, I, yeah, I mean, it, it's going to get that sort of scrutiny because it was the last of the call of the was. game. Mm-hmm. You, you definitely could have called it there. You could have not. There's some question as to whether or not the ball was catchable. Yeah, that's it didn't look catchable. It was, you know, whatever. I don't know. It really didn't bother me that much. And also, it's yeah. one of those things with the uh, great umbrage that Jim Harbaugh took. I thought, hey, why don't you not have three turnovers in the first half? <laughs> like, seriously, like, any time you complain about a call like that at the end of the yeah. game, there's usually a million other things your team did absolutely horrible yeah. to put you in that position. Mm-hmm. So look in a mirror, young man. <laughs> Whoa, he yeah. just got scolded by Jordan. Lombardi trophy missing. Ah, <laughs> call the mystery machine team with Scooby-Doo and Shaggy and they Fred and Velma and Daphne. They, they don't deal in inanimate objects. Oh, they don't. They don't. They're, they're not. They're just ghosts. Yeah, they right? deal with ghosts and ghoulies. Ghoulies. Usually, those are actually not real ghosts and ghoulies, but it's usually old man Withers from the amusement park. Right. Yeah. He would have gotten away with it too if it wasn't for those kids. The Lombardi Trophy never made it from the Superdome to the Baltimore Ravens' kick-ass party afterwards. Really? What? Yeah, Coach Jim Harbaugh showed up with the trophy at Monday's press conference. And said we hadn't seen this since last night. We thought we lost it. Uh. It, it, if this is ha- if this had happened, they wouldn't have gotten their Super Bowl deposit back. Do you, hey, do you, do you think do you think that it was gone because someone was fucking on top of it? You, Maybe. Now here's think, the thing. Do you think someone was fucking on top of it? No, I you mean, couldn't fuck. On- do, you, do you think she was hot? It would be really uncomfortable. I don't know how you would hold the trophy. I guess maybe if you yeah, were using trophy. the trophy. I don't like where this is going. Yeah. All right. The question, <laughs> basically, the question the NFL and the Ravens have not answered, and this is for real. Um, is the same one worried parents often ask. It's where where were you between Sunday night and Monday morning? Because apparently the trophy was legitimately missing. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Someone was fucking on top of it. 
I was going to say out partying in New Orleans. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Something like that. Throwing beads to ladies so that they take their top off and then fuck on top. Oh. This thing, wasn't it Wasn't it like a year ago this time that, that uh, some 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 dad dropped the the college national championship crystal ball? Yes. And and it like, like smashed. Yeah. Really? Shattered. It shattered? Yeah. Ew. Yeah. So, I mean, boy, that, that, that championship trophies... Well, they're heavy, often heavy. Yeah. But how do you lose it? I see dropping it. How do you lose it? It's like losing yeah. the Stanley Cup. How do you misplace the Stanley Cup? And that's the thing. If, if, if you'd think at this point somebody would have lost the Stanley Cup, <laughs> right? Because you get to take it for like a day. Like it goes oh, all over the shit. place. You know oh. what? I gave it with my coat to the coat check lady. <laughs> oh, I got no. my coat back. I gave her my ticket. I tipped her. Stanley Cup was still there. <laughs> well, everybody always knows where the Stanley Cup is. It's right under their sweet wife while they're fucking on top of it. <laughs> okay. Bill. You've yeah. sold Bill. it. You've sold yep. it. All right. Calm a- down, buddy. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, this will be exciting. We have a really good show today. Yeah. We do. A, a good podcast, rather. Wall-to-wall yes. post-Super Bowl coverage. Right. Ugh. We're going to start it out. Oh, come on. Uh, you know what? You know what? It's that, that, that's the sort of attitude that makes me want to take you and Joel outside and give you my burrito order. Oh, fine. Uh, some, uh, a friend of the podcast, somebody who listens every episode, Ray Stanakis, said um, when I ran into him about the podcast that there's a plot hole. I always go out for burritos, and then when I come back, there's never talk about the burritos that I have or people eating burritos. Well, we burritos. don't eat burritos okay. on he – yeah. was, He was very frustrated. I can, I can go ahead frustrated. and fill, it, fill that one in. Uh, Ray, if we don't – we don't talk about the food we just ate in a podcast. That'd be it's really not a unprofessional. Podcast. Well, he's, he podcast. was very disturbed by it. Okay. Well, you know, Ray, we we stop, we eat the burritos, and then we resume the podcast when the burritos. But the way are it's eaten. edited, it sounds like we're going for a half hour straight. <laughs> yeah, but that's not what actually happens. Oh, uh, movie any, magic. Anyway, so we're gonna have a Super Bowl roundtable panel of expert analysis. Ooh. That sounds fun. Yeah, we have Jim Trippett, uh, the long snapper, who we had in the program before. Oh, oh yeah, okay. him and I yep. came to a consensus at the end of that interview. Yeah, I do remember that. Uh, we have <laughs> you were pretty good. Long, actually, I mean, I wasn't there, but I'm hearing about it. We have replacement referee Tony Spumanti. Tony Spoo. Uh, I still haven't met that guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're gonna keep it that way. Passing in the night. We have Gil Kipson jr the draft expert hey. hey lock of the draft lock of the draft and and this is fun this is a guy who's been on our show a great time great friend of the podcast is chris humphreys oh, oh. brooklyn oh. nets i believe yeah. uh brooklyn nets he's basketball a, star he's a basketball player right but of course like any athlete he's watching the super bowl okay all right all right i'll we'll, buy we'll, it we'll, i'll we'll buy it on. Yeah. all right and we got a weird sport you got damn right we do and then we have an interview from the most disturbing cringe inducing commercial of the super bowl the one where that kid made out with Bar Raphael. I saw that one. I thought that, that was, was cr- really I thought, gross. I thought it was the rampaging horse. That what? W- what? The Clydesdale escapes and it's running through the city streets. It could kill no, somebody. No, but Bar Raphael was paid to, it was essentially like paid prostitution, right? Well, she they had to do like dirty make out with some guys. She clearly is. It was one okay, of those things well. where even if he was a really attractive guy, I that was like some pretty hardcore kissing. As yeah, far the as kissing sound goes, of it really burned into my memory. Right, right. It's like one of those things where it's like oh, I don't feel comfortable. Yeah, I don't want to watch this. Yeah, yeah. PDA, <laughs> and that guy's on the podcast. Yeah. All right, so we have that guy on the okay, podcast. Okay, I feel bad for that guy. <laughs> All well, right, let's get started. All right. Yeah. All right, time for the Super Bowl roundtable panel of expert 
analysis. Joining us right now is Jim Trippett, uh, former NFL long snapper. Hey there, good to be here, Jordan. We also have with us uh, a replacement referee and deli worker, Tony Spumanti. Hey, it's good to be back, Jordan! That's great to see you again, Tony. No. And then we have Gil Kipson Jr., Lock of the Draft! All right. And as always, well, not as always, but he's on a lot, Chris Humphreys. Uh, to be honest, Jordan, I have not been back for a long time, so saying as always is kind of a weird thing to say. Yeah. You know what? You got me there, Chris. So Do I, I get a point? Uh, you know, this really isn't a, a First point I got all season. <laughs> Okay, so we're going to get started. We wanna, I want to dive into some Super Bowl analysis. I have some questions for each of you about the game. So I want to get started. Uh, Jim. Yeah. Okay, so outcome of the game. Are you surprised? Uh, you know, what do you make of the 49ers comeback that fell short? Well, yeah, okay. Def- definitely surprised uh, because in the 49ers, uh, you got Brian Jennings, 13-year vet, two-time pro bowler, long snapper. So the fact that, that, that the San Francisco loses this game to Baltimore is long snapper is Morgan Cox. But you know what? If you actually watch the gameplay, it makes sense. Morgan Cox outsnapped uh, Brian Jennings. So we're going to break it down play by play here. Okay. First series of the game, fourth and 12 from San Francisco's 18. Hit a 50-yard punt. You know, now, Jim, I got the Jim, snap on now, this Jim, one. We're not, no, we're not. We're not. We have to let everyone speak here, and we're not just breaking down every, every punt of the game. Well, how else are you going to analyze the game? You know what? Uh, you know. T- you know. Tell you what. That's that's where the real play happens. Is in the punts. Sometimes the kicks. Not Jim, the kickoffs. The field goals. Jim. Jim. We'll come back to you, Chris. Uh, you know, were you surprised by the outcome? What did you think about uh, the 49ers' uh, comeback after the power outage? To be honest, I was very surprised by the entire game because I did not expect the commercials to be that funny this year. They were so funny. There was one where there was a little peanut M&M, and the peanut M&M was dancing. It was very funny. I really enjoyed the commercials this year, Jordan. All right. Well, thank, thank you, Chris. And, and uh, uh, Gil Kipson Jr., what, what did you think about uh, the game in terms of uh, players that you previously uh, reviewed in, in the draft? Got to be honest, Jordan, uh, I was a little shocked by the players that were playing in the Super Bowl. Like uh, Many of them were not on my, my large board uh, from back in, at draft time, and, uh, and certain others who I thought were just absolute locks, I'm discovering weren't even on teams this year, let alone playing in the Super Bowl. Uh, Aaron Mabin, I believe. Actually. Lock of the draft! Taken before Michael Crabtree, he was released in 2011. Yeah. Michael Crabtree, bust of the draft. All right. <laughs> the one year I did bust of the draft. I don't know why I did that. All right. Tony Spumanti. Oh. For reflections on the game. Yes. Uh, reflections on the game. So it was a great game out there, Jordan. Uh, this, but the thing that was very special about the game was all of the cold cuts we got from my deli during the, uh, during the Super Bowl there. I had to eat away my pain because I got fired from uh, from being a replacement ref. All right, it uh, hurts. I'm so- Have you ever been unemployed, Jordan? I, I have very briefly. Yes. Don't feel good, does it? <laughs> no, it. No, have you it ever ain't. been booed by the news media? No, actually, I've not. Well, I have. <laughs> I'm sorry. Doesn't feel good. All right, let's go back to you, Tony. Uh, keep you in here. The blackout. What, no. What, what do you think happened there? I know what happened to me there. I got a little alone time with the misses. Yeah? yeah, I can't believe that the officials didn't call a foul on the blackout. 
Well, there really wasn't a foul on the Yeah, play. it was. Uh, too many blackouts on the field. I would have thrown a flag. Jim? Throw a flag right at cheerleader's face. Jim, the blackout. Uh, you know, how, how would you have handled that? I thought it was fascinating. You see, the real important thing here is that the long snappers stay loose during the blackout, all right? You, won't, you don't want to get tight in the triceps, come back in there, and then uh, skip one across right. the ground the next right. time they have thank, a punt. Thank you, Jim. Chris, uh, during the black, what did you do during the, during the blackout? To be honest, I was really thankful for the blackout because it gave me so much time to tweet about the funny Super Bowl commercials. There was one commercial where there was a fat kid who made out with a skinny girl. Yeah, we're actually going to have him on the show later. Oh, I get to meet fat kid? I, I am his biggest fan. <laughs> I've got a fat kid poster now in my locker. All right. Thank you, Chris. And uh, uh, Gil Kipson, any thoughts on the blackout? Yeah, it's a little surprising. The uh, the electrician responsible for the uh, the Superdome's lights. Right. Uh, the one time I did a, a electrician draft, right, he was my I lock e of the draft. So, little little disappointing. That was the biggest uh, stadium electrician failure of all time. All and, right. Uh, and and I really thought that guy was going places. Gil Beyonce's halftime show. What's your thoughts? On, what's your review of the Beyonce halftime? Would love to see her on draft day. All right. How about with <laughs> hair like that? What are you kidding? And those moves with the hips? That hip swerve, great defensive back in the making. I think you got right there. Chris Humphreys. Uh, to be honest, I can't really comment because that's my boss's wife because Jay-Z is part owner of the team. But what I can comment on is that after the halftime show, there were some funny commercials. There was one commercial where there was a horse and the horse was running. <laughs> That's absolutely correct. Uh, 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 Jim, yep. Beyonce's halftime show, right length of time, think it worked? Did you, did you, uh, Probably. I, like just, I just want to point out, I think there's way too much focus on Beyonce here. It was the hardworking, unappreciated backup dancers that I think really made the show. Fitting. You Fitting know, you would appreciate the backup dancers, Jim. It's, they, never, they never get enough credit. Tony Spoo, if I was officiating that game, I would have called too many dancers on the field. 30-odd penalty, second down. <laughs> All right, not, not a part of the game. No fouls can be called during halftime. That's no. what you think. Joe Flacco's play had a resilient season, always go with the long ball, but had an amazing game, three touchdowns, no interceptions. He's a free agent, I believe, after this season. Uh, Chris, uh, can you tell me a little bit about uh, what you thought of uh, Joe Flacco's overall performance? It actually, uh, to be honest, reminded me of another great Super Bowl quarterback, uh, Joe Montana. And how was he good with he in that Miracle Salsa Sting commercial? He was so funny because he's a football player and he was being an actor. <laughs> all right. All right. Hey, Gil, uh, do you have any uh, thoughts on Joe Flacco's play? I, I believe you actually uh, – where did you have him ranked in the 2008 draft? Undrafted. Undrafted. Joe Thought Fl he was going to be undrafted. And you had I liked uh, Gaster Chirillias. Lock of the draft. That's who the Lions took before Joe Flacco. Yeah. All right. That was a mistake. I'm really ready to admit that. All right. And uh, Jim Trippett, can I get a very, very uh, predictable answer about what you thought of Joe Flacco? Every play? great quarterback is a great long snapper. I think everybody knows that. All right. Holding call at the end of the game. Chris Humphreys. Uh, to be honest, he should have just flopped. Much like some of the commercials that didn't do so well this year including one for uh, the Cordon Bleu College. I believe it was a local commercial. It was not very good. It did not make me want to go to culinary school. All right. And, uh, uh, Gil, do you have anything there? 
Last with last call of the game, or you know, you had Michael Trab- Crabtree. They tried to get him the ball three you times. You know, Aaron Maben would still be in the NFL had he had Jim Harbaugh coaching him, Aaron- or or Mark Sanchez. Mark Sanchez, lock of the draft. All right, Tony Spoo. It was terrible, Jordan. It was awful. It was a travesty. The sideline referee called a holding penalty, and nobody was paying attention to him but me, Tony Spoo. He was wearing a black 49ers shirt and a black 49ers hat, which I am led to believe is official referee paraphernalia. That was Jim Harbaugh that was making the holding. Yeah, referee Jim Harbaugh did not do a very good job. All right, Jim. I'm going to be honest here, Jordan. Yeah? Uh, Unorthodox approach, but I think in a fourth down like that, you go with the fake punt because it gets your best player on the field. You want your long snapper out there in the key situations that could win you the game, okay? It seems obvious to me. All right, best Super Bowl snack, Tony Spoo. I'm going to do a quick plug for my deli. Do you have too many hungry stomachs on the field? Then you want Tony Spumante's cold cuts. We've got fresh rigatona mozzarella. All right, and that's your new business since you've been fired. Yeah, fired? Yeah. All right. And Gil Kipson Jr., you're, you predicted big things for hummus this year. In a magazine, Lock of the spread! Uh, yes, in an interview with uh, Food Magazine, you said hummus was lock of the spread. Uh, sales uh, after the fact do not reflect this. Yeah, don't say about that. I really thought hummus was going somewhere this year. All right, Chris. I hum- really, really liked hummus's accuracy. Salsa just falls off the chips. Hummus sort of sticks on there with the pita chips. I thought... Thought that was going to make a difference. All right, and Chris Humphreys, what uh, do you got for to us? To be honest, I enjoy the KFC snacker, and I really enjoy the commercial where the colonel from KFC dances. <laughs> All right, and, and any final thoughts uh, here, uh, Jim? Um, well, I thought the the game showed a remarkable, uh, remarkable resiliency from the long snappers to persevere through the through the blackout for the the. Yeah, for Cox from Baltimore to, to keep himself together on his long snaps, even after uh, after San Francisco started to come back, uh, you know, and, and obviously just the miraculous play. All right, all right. I think thank, we should thank, go back to that punt you, in thank, the first quarter. Thank, thank really you very okay. much, Jim. And Chris Humphreys, you'll get the final word. Uh, to be honest, uh, I've been a little bit joking around during this interview, and I want to take a moment to be serious. Uh, I did learn something very important from the Super Bowl this year. What's that, Chris? And that's it's the advice of Doritos. I am never buying a goat because you won't forget about that when you see that Doritos commercial. It's, the goat goes crazy. All right. Thank you very much. This has been the Super Bowl Roundtable Panel of Expert Analysis. Okay. Uh, I'm back. Phil got hung up at the burrito shop. All right. Well, you know, it's uh, for the better because we actually have a guest now. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Hey, um, boy, I can, I can tell he's not an athlete. No, no. This is Fat Dork from the uh, – God, what was, that, what was that ad for? It oh, was Go for da- GoDaddy. Oh. It was a GoDaddy commercial. GoDaddy.com. Yeah. GoDaddy.com for all of your web and hosting needs. Now, GoDaddy always has really attractive women in their commercials, do they not? Well, every once in a while you've got to cast me, Fat Dork. Uh, yeah. Here's my headshot. Says Thank fat dork on like it. a comic foil to like. I don't get what's so funny. Fat dork is my Christian name. Wow. You were baptized as fat dork. I was. All right. Named after Pope Benedict the Fat. 
Not a real pope. I don't think that's a real pope. Not a real pope. Real pope. A lot of weird popes over the years, and still not that one. So, you know, the commercial was kind of controversial in that I think it elicited a lot of visceral reactions from people, like, uh, starting to gag to other people, like, kind of scratching at their eyes and some people covering their ears and, like, looking away. You got to make out with Bar Raphael. Yeah, it was really embarrassing that they caught me and my girlfriend at such a private moment. And me and my girlfriend, Barr. Uh, I, I don't think she's your girlfriend. Yeah, well, you know, we did make sweet mouth love, and it's always embarrassing when a sex tape gets out there. But when they show it really then during the Super tape. Bowl, that's really embarrassing. So, so you, you felt that that was just an intimate moment that the two of you shared that happened to be caught It on? was a very intimate moment between me, my girlfriend, Barr Raphael, our director, three lighting guys, a PA, and a craft service table that is now very, very empty. Wasn't Danica Patrick there, too? Well, Danica Patrick is is my other girlfriend. Oh, okay. But, uh, I thought she would be a third wheel in this situation. Yeah. No, no. Tr- I, I don't want Barr to know too much about this, but Danica Patrick smiled at me, and now we're going to get married. Uh, Boy, I, I hate to be the the bearer of bad news here but do you want me to do my line from the commercial Uh, could you that's that's could you maybe not uh i'll never forget that sound that was so awful and bar Raphael will never forget that kiss the kiss that made her fall in love with me uh okay i again i i hate to, to to be the simon cowell to your casanova here but uh did simon cowell say bad things about casanova no I must have missed that episode of American Idol. <laughs> I was I was mixing metaphors. Okay, I guess, but I, she's not your girlfriend, dude. I mean, I, hey, trust she's me, a model. I, she's. An I wish a guy who looked like you could land a. So woman what? Like a that, model but... can't love. An actress can't love. No, no. I'm an can. actor, and I can love. I can love deeply. You don't know what love is. Have you ever loved? Did you see how much she smiled at the camera at the end of that commercial? She's, she really committed. She yeah. really, she really commi- committed to me, and I'm committed oh, to oh, her. I was going to say committed to the no, bitch. No, we're she, committed to each other for life. I, no, me and Bar Raphael are going to make love in a cave. Now, have you have you uh, seen I, her I, since the commercial? Have you have you been in contact with her? You know, I've I've called her a bunch of times. Okay. Uh, and I did get a call from her attorney. She's playing hard to get. What about Danica? Have you seen her since the shoot? Oh, God. I left her notes because she's my secret girlfriend. So I'm, I'm going to be honest. If they're both your girlfriends, you haven't had any contact with them since you shot this commercial, which must have been, what, months ago at least. I've had contact with pictures of them. Oh, that's more than we lots probably wanted to Lots and lots of contact. Okay. Do you, do you uh, practice your line with the pictures? It's kind of like World pictures? War Two. Where you get the you have the picture of them and then you you jerk off to it. That's like in World War Two. That's right. Not, that's uh, not good for the podcast. Um, listen, uh, it just I fat dork. Uh, yes, I feel bad calling you that. First of all, don't feel bad. It's my Christian name. I'm named after the great crusader. Right. You, you said this before. Pope Benedict the. Uh, that's not a the thing. Fat no, that's not a thing at all. King Henry the Dork is. My lineage, I'm royalty. Uh, you know, actually, that's slightly more believable so than King, Bar King Raphael. King Henry the Dork, I believe, was what they called King Henry the Second. It was. So okay, so, so have you ever loved Jordan? I have, in fact. Oh yeah, I don't know that I've. Have shared... you ever loved a model with your mouth? No, I haven't. You got me there. Then I'm cooler than you. Maybe I should be judging you. 
Well, I feel it's whoa. Just, it's I feel like a that's a little. It's a little aggressive. Yeah. Here. I feel like you guys are being aggressive to me. How do you know whether she loves me? Do you think she's superficial because she's a model? Well, I mean, there's there's. You think she's gonna marry her boyfriend who she keeps getting pictures taken with all the time? Seems like that's more likely. Yeah. Wasn't she going out with Leonardo DiCaprio? Yeah, the, she put on that that facade. Uh, you know how it is in Hollywood when you've got to pretend that you're married to Jennifer Aniston, but you're really gay. That's like her. She has to pretend she's dating Leonardo DiCaprio so she can come home to all this jelly. Wow. Um, I have, I have nothing else to say. Uh, no, I, I'm good too. This was very informative. Did you like my commercial? I did not. I, yeah. I really, it really kind of gave it me the willies. Do you think I'm gonna be a famous actor? No. I think you might get some work. Yeah. I like Jordan and I dislike Joel. I'm, I'm just, I'm sorry. It's tough love, buddy. Go and get me burritos. Thank you very much for your I time, Fat Thank Jordan. you. Do I? No, you don't, Joe. For you, the listeners of Sports, Sports, Sports Podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. I personally recommend a wonderful book called The Hunger Games by Suzanne Collins. Joel saw the movie. He said that it was okay. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork for your free audiobook. And now it's time for another Weird Sports Weird sports. Do we have another Super Bowl-ish weird sport? No. <laughs> what do we got, Phil? All right. This week's weird sport, actually from a guy I mentioned earlier in the podcast, it was a suggestion from Ray Stenakis and Steve Kaufman, who cornered me at a bar, fans <laughs> of the show, who said that I should do this sport. This sport is Slam Ball. Oh, I slam know this ball. one. Oh, is this yeah. the one with the trampolines? Oh, it's the one with the trampolines, Joel. <laughs> This was actually on TV, and the more that I watched uh, YouTube of it, the more I'm like, how did I miss this? Yeah, they played the finals at Venice Beach. Yeah. These were both uh, sports I discovered on the couch drunk, flipping the channels. Uh, last week's Lingerie Football League. Yes. Uh, that was hand in my pants. Yeah. This one also hand in my pants, but it was it was very entertaining <laughs> to watch. These yeah. guys jumping on trampolines. Full of slamma jamma ding dongs. Well, for everybody who's fallen behind now out in the audience, slam ball is a form of basketball played with four trampolines in front of each net. It's played full contact Boom. and has boards around the court. The name is slam ball, is and it's a trademark of slam ball LLC. So it's basically like basketball played with hockey rules. Yes. And only slam dunks. Yes. <laughs> are you are you not allowed to shoot? No, I think you can shoot. But I, the trampolines are there to dunk. Yeah, yeah. All of the compilations on YouTube are just slam dunks. Right. And they're they're good slam dunks. Didn't see any buzzer beaters. Yeah, not really a buzzer beater have, sport. Have a, a yeah. buzzer beater slam dunk. <laughs> Guess he hypothetically. could. I, I uh. argued this once before. Yeah. When we had our debate about slam dunks. Not the versus. same. Not the same. Well, professional slam ball games were aired on television on Spike TV, where all legitimate programming <laughs> takes place, uh, for two seasons. That was 2002, 2003, right when I was in college. How did I miss this? How did we miss this? I don't know, man. Around that time, I was watching a whole bunch of, uh, what, the, the show that was before Wipeout, the Japanese one, but then it was it was on Spike. Oh, yeah, yeah. With the, it's not important. MXC. That's yeah, the one. There we go. Most That's extreme the one. challenge. 
The Power Aid Slam Ball Challenge was aired on CSTV. What's CSTV? I don't know. Well, it's Comcast Sports. Uh, oh, oh okay. it's CBS Sports Network now. It uh, it rebranded. Okay. There's a CBS Sports Network? There, there is. is. Wow. Uh, and and uh, Slam Ball returned in August of 2008, airing on Versus. Oh, there you go. Now NBC Sports Network. See, they get programming on there. Yeah. Versus has bass fishing. That's totally. A, I mean, Slamble's also great post-midnight programming. Yeah. Right. You get home from the party, get home from the bar, you're well, all liquored up, you're right. high out of your mind. You well, want to watch some slam dunks. Yeah, of course, because it's a nonstop action. And you're not going to be able to watch, like, a whole game of something, so you don't want something too engaging. You just want something you could watch for... For like 15 minutes as you wolf down a burrito and pass out. Well, speaking of 15 minute long programming, the 2008 Slam Ball season aired on Cartoon Network. <laughs> That's right. Slam Ball, live action humans playing a live action sport. Oh, Cartoon Network. I'd assume that they would like rotoscope it. Oh, that would be pretty. That would, Joel, that would look pretty cool. Joel. Wouldn't it? Branding. <laughs> yes. Slam Ball was shown on 1HD in Australia during 2009. Apparently that's a channel there. <laughs> Sounds like it's uh, high definition. Yeah, definitely. That's what the HD I assume stands for. Besides, hi, Dad. <laughs> or no, Rules it's, it's Australia. And regulations. Could be, Holy dingo! Holy dingo! You won't be standing up. Scoring is achieved by passing the ball into the net at the opponent's end of the court for points. Who wrote this article? <laughs> that could not have been worded worse. That was worded like a kid who, who was writing his first college paper, and it's like yeah. thinking he sounds smart by using passive voice. Yeah. yeah. I'm looking at you, Don. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> God, Don Rickles. Uh, the aim is to outscore the opposing team. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, successful <laughs> score can be worth two points if the ball is thrown through the hoop without the offensive player touching the hoop. Slam dunks are scored as three points. That's right. You get more points from getting a slam dunk. <laughs> finally, cool. style points are rewarded. <laughs> yeah. It's about time. Finally, the basketball basketball game that realizes what the sport's about. Yes. Slamma, jamma, ding dong. But speaking of buzzer beaters, all shots shot outside the three-point arc are also worth three points. Oh, Lame. yeah. Yay, indeed. Uh, in this sport, four players from each team out of an eight- or nine-player roster may be on the court at a time. Substitutions are unlimited and can be done during play, like the game of hockey. Like hockey. Yeah. Each team has a coach and additional staff, including assistant coaches, managers, statisticians, doctors, etc. We all know what etc. is. Steroid injector. <laughs> Now it sounds like a high school kid who's really just trying to get to the 500-page world, or the 500-word limit. <laughs> yeah. Right, right, exactly. Mandatory. Like Argentina also has land as well as water. <laughs> uh, there's people who live there. The people there are called Argentinians, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Cool. Games are played in five-minute quarters, just like the NBA. No, right? nope, no, nope. right. not at all. They only really play five minutes per quarter in the NBA. So, oh, yeah. Uh, but they loaf the rest of the time, right? Cause they're loafers. Yeah. But they, I mean, yeah, all that bouncing around has got to make you tired. The NBA people are just walking around. Yeah. Right? They're just, I wonder how this affects the joints. I know basketball is a very tough game on your knees because of the lateral movement and all the jumping. Yeah. And I would wonder if trampolines uh, help that out. If it's less impact on your joints. It's gotta impact. be less impact, right? Yeah. It's kind of like swimming. Only you're doing it in air. I don't know if it's quite like that. <laughs> well, let's just go straight to the positions, all right? Because okay. this, we're going to get to the fun stuff. Positions. Number one position is handler. 
That's right. You don't get one of those on an NBA team. Sounds like a guard, maybe. A point guard? Yeah, it's the primary ball handler on the team. His job is to run the <laughs> offensive and organize the other members while controlling the flow of the game. Don't laugh at ball so handler. You, <laughs> I, ball you know, handler I actually, I'm currently in a relationship where I have a primary a ball member. handler. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, y'all. But uh, typically, he would be responsible to set up the gunners to attack the basket while adding in his own offensive threat. The gunner is the primary scorer of the team. Team's gunner will be the player on the team that will attack the basket and finish plays against the opponent's team's stopper, comparable to a forward or a wing in soccer or hockey. Interesting. They call him gunner. <laughs> My name's gunner. gunner. And then, of course, there's the stopper. The position is primarily the defensive player. He trails the offensive uh, only when necessary and protects the rim from attacking players by using himself as a shield. Oh, Goaltending wow. is legal if the shot attempt uh, is from outside the trampoline area. Ooh, that's interesting. So can he's fouls just be up. called? Uh, fouls really can just be called. Like Here's some common fouls. Uh, when an offensive player has the ball and a defensive player checks him in the back, that's foul. When an offensive player has the ball and a defensive player checks him before he's begun to dribble the ball, foul. If he does it while dribbling the ball, it's all good. It's all good, baby. <laughs> Uh, when an offensive player has a ball and the defensive player uh, checks him while he's attempting to enter the trampoline, that's a foul. So you don't want somebody. So you can it's check dangerous. them, but as soon as they try to enter the trampoline, you can't check them then. If they're in the process of entering the trampoline. Okay. Because that's dangerous, y'all. Like it, when you're going from solid ground to trampoline ground. That's true. It sounds like the whole Sounds Point like a rolled ankle waiting to happen. This is one of my favorite. When two offensive players step or bounce on the same trampoline, it's a foul. Two offensive players? One person on the trampoline at a time, people. Oh, so same probably rules so as you camp. Can't, you can't do like that double jump thing that people do. Like they do in NBA Jam when two people fly in the air really high and then pass it around. Can't do that. That was their old class. Do you remember how uh, sometimes in NBA Jam you can get the three-screen dunk? Yeah. The guy would take all, like way off and come all the way down. We did one of those once, and my friend timed it just so that he pushed the guy, and then the ball bounced. But because it was off the three-screen dunk, the ball kept bouncing like three screens into the air. Nice. Before it came back down to the ground. And you didn't know what was happening. Everyone was like running around like, how do we stop this? We don't know. Was that how you went through puberty? <laughs> Yes. Is that is that the story? Watching that happen was what put me through puberty. Nice. Hearing boom shakalaka is what got me through <laughs> yeah. puberty. Boom shakalaka. Uh, so when a player or a coach of the team argues with a referee and uses physical abuse or, uh, in anger, that's a foul. <laughs> well, they actually have to spell out that you're not allowed to hit the referee. It's an aggressive game. Yeah. This is like street ball only with trampolines. It's usually like like – not you you wouldn't think to mention that in the rules i'll bet you if you looked up basketball in wikipedia they wouldn't specifically say you're not allowed to hit the referee Nah, that's probably true but yeah that's they a have to of... have rules about going into the stands now though yeah they do <laughs> very, really very specific ones well yeah ever since uh a guy whose last name is now world peace you're fooling no one ron artest yeah jack the guy it. in the face the other day brandon oh, knight yeah. in the pistons close fist hit that's a suspension right yikes can you have closed fist hits in slam ball? Nope. Oh. Uh, there are some uh, team names I'd like to go over, though. Ooh, please Ooh. do. All right, the team names for uh, American uh, teams are the Bouncers, the Ombres, the Maulers, the Mob, the Rumble, and the Slashers. It sounds like the Bouncers picked their team first, 
And then, like, as the other people picked, they slowly realized that people weren't going to go with, like, cutesy, like the sport names yeah. and actually, like, intimidating Like, oh, ones. man, I should have picked Bouncer because that's what we do. We bounce. We'll just call ourselves the Rumble. Yeah. Well, no. And then I feel like at the end, the bouncers were like, oh, wait. So were we the only one who went? We could have been we the Maulers. Oh, yeah. man. The Maulers. I thought we were all picking specific to the skills used in the sport. Yeah. yeah you guys all went gym. with, like, cool, intimidating ones. Now we look like assholes. Yeah. We should have called ourselves the Rapists. <laughs> and that brings to an end another <laughs> Weird Sports. of podcast land this brings us to the close of another sports 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 podcast before we go phil would like to give you our contact information in his new character jude's voice don't want to do it that's no, my new character no, jude no <laughs> i'm thinking of debuting that character he loves croquet but he's the ball <laughs> oh jude uh, no, you can email us at sports, sports, sports podcast at gmail.com. That's sports, sports, sports podcast at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at sports, the number three podcast. That's at sports, the number three podcast. You can find us on Facebook by searching sports, sports, sports podcast, your little top bar thingy. You can find us on Stitcher radio, download the Stitcher app today and search sports, sports, sports podcast. You can find us on YouTube by going to youtube.com slash comedy podnet. That's youtube.com slash comedy podnet. You can find us on iTunes by searching sports, the number three space podcast at sports, the number three, all one word space podcast, or find all of our back episodes at comedy podcast network.com. All right. So I, oh, oh, God damn it. I specifically said no sour cream in this burrito. Uh, this is uh, no. bullshit. I'm going back to that place. This is why I get the burritos. Lights off. have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.